Hello, welcome to another episode of True Dominion Ministries podcast. Um, today we're talking about day eighteen. Today is day eighteen. We're talking about two physical houses. Now, the focus verse for today is Genesis one twenty seven, and it is and it reads: So God created man in His own image. In the image of God, He created him. Male and female, He created them. Now, today we're talking about the two separate houses. When God made man, he made male and female at the same time. Verse 27 says he created them. And I understand how people will say that he made man. And then later he made he made woman out of the man. He put the man to sleep and made the woman from the rib of the man. And that's talking about the body, the flesh part of the man. But God made them spirit first. That's what we need to understand. When he gave them dominion, he gave them dominion together and <laughs> Man is seedful with the ability to create, but he can't bring forth life. That's for the woman to do. When God gave them dominion, he told them to be fruitful and multiply. And man can't do that alone. He needed a womb to plant the seed in. When God, he said, be fruitful. He was talking to the woman because children are called the fruit of the womb. Men don't give women fruit. We give them seed and they produce fruit. There is a stigma in the earth that the woman should only submit to the man but because she was pulled out of him. She was physically pulled out of him, but spiritually she was created by God at the same time that he was made. Man, it's just that men received a set of rules that called him to be the head. So women is not inferior to men for this reason that Ephesians says that in five Chapter 5, verse 21 through 25, the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. So as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands. And then he says for the husband to love the wife as Christ has loved the church and gave himself for it. That is about accountability. God says, I made men to lead like Christ does. But while you are leading, don't forget what I said in verse 21. Submit yourselves one to another in the fear of in the fear of God, because he did not create men over women he created her alongside of the man let's look at it where was the woman taken from it wasn't from the lower parts of his body and we are not to exemplify rulership over the woman she was pulled from a rib which further lets us know that her being an extension of him she is beside him jesus is seated beside the father right Let's just say the same way the woman is seated in, in the palace, she is seated beside the man. As it is in the spirit, let it be so in the natural. The head of Christ, God is the head of Christ, husband, the head of the wife. But they are seated beside one another. Why? Because Christ is an extension of God, the way the woman is an extension of the man. Okay, let's go at it this way. When Jesus comes back, what is he coming back for? To receive his bride unto himself. When you stand at the altar and make your vows before God and the people, which is the same thing as a confession. If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, then you shall be what? Saved, right? When you say your vows at a wedding, where is your wife? Not on the floor. She is not beneath you. She is at your side. 
It takes a man and a woman to do what God did. It takes two to create a person. The created work of God takes man and woman to accomplish it. Men, you cannot create a child without a woman. Woman, you cannot have a child without the seed of a man, which then becomes the fruit of your womb. It doesn't matter what nationality or background you come from. It takes the two to make one happen. When God told Abraham he was going to be a father of many nations, he needed Sarah in order for that to happen. Not Hagar. The promise comes at the point of obedience and patience and faith. The Bible says that the trying of your faith produces patience. Love is a faith move. And we all have a measure of it, right? The same way we all have a the same way we wait 40 weeks for a baby to come takes patience. And during those 40 weeks, somewhere along the line, that woman is going to get irritable or anxious. Am I right? When it comes to God and man, God has perfected the wait. He has perfected how to wait. He has perfected time, the time you were born to the time you come to yourself. And that might take 40 years. That might take 30 years. That might take 60 years. You know what I'm saying? God has perfected his wait for you. The same way we must perfect our weight with our wives. Why? Because God is perfecting that which concerns us. And he is concerned about relationship. Why? Because relationship is an extension of himself. That was, that's why he said it's not good for man to be alone. Why? Because relationship causes men and women to reproduce what God produced in the garden. When God created, he created one body and pulled the other out of and pull the other out of it. When you get married, what do you do? You become one again, right? In Galatians 3 and 28, when you are in Christ, you are you are one, not male or female. When you go to heaven, you will be one, not male or female. But one, right? We are dealing with the two physical houses, but the essence is one. Jesus says to God, I want them to be one with me just as I am one with you. The people of God are one body. We all must make one sound because it is one sound that came from heaven like a mighty rushing wind and filled them all with one spirit. And what I want, what, what, what the takeaway is of this today is that. We as a people have to come to the understanding that our wife is supposed to be beside us. As men, we must know that our wife is supposed to be beside us. We're not to exemplify rulership over anyone. No man, no woman. We are never to exempt rulership. And that's the thing that, is, that, that happens in the earth. We, some, not going to say we, but some, somewhere along the line, when men become authoritative when they become an authority and some women also when they become an authority they was they would exemplify rulership basically flexing their weight but that is just not the case because god didn't give us rulership he didn't give us dominion over earth i mean he didn't give us dominion over man or woman but he gave man and woman dominion over the earth and all the things that are in it not over people but all the th things that are in it he said the earth, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, the beast of the ground, the beast of the field and everything that creeps along the earth. He did not ever say, man, he did not ever say, I give you dominion over man. And that's what we have to understand. That we are in a place and in a position 
that we can make things happen because we are supposed to have dominion over the earth. Now, some of us do have dominion over the earth and some of us don't because we don't know how to exemplify our dominion. We don't know how to walk in authority that was given to us. We don't know how to speak and cause a thing to happen. Look, God, God makes a set of laws. And, and, and when we walk in those laws, when we walk in those laws, then we have the ability that was given to us from the beginning. You know, when, 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 when Adam and Eve was in the garden and God told Eve and, and God told, um, God asked Adam after they ate the fruit, God asked Adam, Adam, where are you? He called for Adam first. He said, Adam, where are you? He said, I'm over here. I'm naked, right? God said, who told you you was naked? Who told you this? And then God proceeded, oh, you ate from the tree. He said, he, and God was basically like, why did you do that? And he said, that woman you gave me. And then he went to the woman. He said, why did you do that? She said, the serpent. And everybody passed blame down to somebody else. Everybody passed blame down to somebody else. It just kept going down and kept going down until it reached the serpent and he ain't said nothing. That's how we that's how we lost our position. That's how we lost our dominion. But Jesus had to come. The prophets couldn't do it. The priests couldn't do it. But God had to send his only, his only begotten. To live the life of a man and to resist Satan. Die. Go down into the hill. Retrieve keys. The power of death. Come back up and give it back to us through the Holy Spirit. We're supposed to be one. It was one spirit. That went into hell and retrieved those keys. One spirit. One God sent one spirit. To do that. Husband and wives. Have to work together. We have to work together. It's, it, it's, it's imperative. If we're going to make a great big impact in the earth. It's going to take two. The Bible says one chase a thousand, two chase ten thousand. If you come together and agree, you should have whatever you ask. You have somebody to agree with. In your household, not somebody outside your household where you have to go to somebody else, but you have somebody in your household to agree with. I'm just talking today. Because we have to come to a place to where husband and wives exemplify rulership over the earth, not ownership. But we are supposed to be rulers in the earth to govern everything that God has placed here for us. Notice that when God created the everything, when he created the heavens and the earth, he created everything in it before he created a man. He created everything tailoredly, specifically to 
for a man. He didn't create this for himself. He created man for himself. But he created everything else for man. And when I say man, I mean man and woman, male and female. Like I said, it starts at the spirit first. He made it them male and female. He didn't give them a body until the second chapter. So I just want us as a people. Understand our position, understand who we are, understand our authority. And we don't have to exemplify power over somebody else. Because God did not give us dominion over somebody else. He gave us dominion to work in the earth where he placed in the earth for us. Let's pray. Lord Heavenly Father, I thank you for this, your word, O Heavenly Father. I thank you for these, your people, O Heavenly Father. I ask that you would open our understanding up, O Heavenly Father, that we may know what the hope of our calling is. What is our position, O Heavenly Father, in the earth, O Heavenly Father? Show us how to walk together as male and female. Show us how to walk together as husband and wife. Show us how to walk together, O Heavenly Father, the way that Jesus walked with you when he was in the earth. He said, I do nothing and I do nothing and I say nothing unless I hear my father say it and unless I see him do it. He, he said, he said, whatever the father does, that's what I does. Whatever he says, that's what I say. So let us be at let the mind that is in Christ be the mind that resides in us oh heavenly father for our relationship needs to grow with one another and with you oh heavenly father so lord god take us to the place of growth take us to the place of understanding take us to the place oh heavenly father where we can fulfill our destiny oh heavenly father lord god for you said in your word you said that they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength, O Heavenly Father. So, Lord Heavenly Father, let us be renewed in our strength, O Heavenly Father, by our understanding of what it is that we are called to do, who it is that we are called to be, the way that we are called to walk, O Heavenly Father, not as others tell us that we should be, but as you say that we are, O Heavenly Father, let us be everything that you said. Let us do everything that you said, O Heavenly Father, because I I clear, oh Heavenly Father, from what I'm hearing, God, you say that we should do the works that Jesus did in greater, oh Heavenly Father. But we can't do that without the understanding that you have for us, oh Heavenly Father. So I ask you to expand huh, huh, our capacity to receive understanding. Uh, uh, expand our capacity, oh Heavenly Father, that we can receive your word in this fullness, oh Heavenly Father. Not partiality, because when you sent the Holy Spirit, you didn't send him partiality. You sent him in the fullness, oh Heavenly Father. So in the fullness, we want to receive your word, oh Heavenly Father. Lord God, it's us who who who, who slowly give ourselves away. Slowly give ourselves away. Slowly give ourselves away until the Holy Spirit eventually consumes us, oh Heavenly Father. So let us not be as we were, as walking in the flesh, oh Heavenly Father. But let us walk holy in the spirit, oh Heavenly Father. Being consumed by the fire of the Holy Spirit, oh Father God. That we may exemplify your power in the earth, oh Heavenly Father. That we may bring heaven into the earth, just as you called us to, oh Father God. To have dominion. When Jesus spoke to the wind and the waves, he said, peace be still. Right now, I speak to every trouble. And everything causing that trouble to peace be still in the lives of the believers and into the lives of everyone who hears this. 
I speak peace, be still. Peace, be still. That the difficulties in your life will be still. That the wind, the spirits that are causing these difficulties will be still. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Y'all have a blessed day.